The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to the masculine journey today. You might find it a bit challenging. I don't know, but we're gonna we're gonna address a question that maybe you struggle with. I know I do, and the the question is, why is it so hard to be authentic? <clears throat> or maybe, why do you sometimes struggle with being honest? And if you're like me, you may have had those struggles. Well, to be honest, we've got some really great clips. <laughs> that I think you're going to enjoy as people struggle with these issues. But also, there's some wonderful victory that it, we're doing a case study with two different people. One just completely, I don't know, on two different ends of the spectrum of dishonesty that one would probably just shock you that you never thought about somebody who was dishonest. So we're going to lead you all in with all that. But uh, you know, a few weeks ago, I missed the show because my mom was really, really almost deathly ill and perhaps deathly ill uh, in Illinois. And so I missed the show today, um, Sam. So we need to be praying for Sam's family, Sam's mom. You know, as he's down in Florida right now, it's a big struggle. And so our thoughts and prayers are with Sam. But since Sam's not here and Al had to be in Manassas, we have a very special guest and a dear friend and an old friend of the ministry Jim Graham with uh, the Bridge Ministry there in Kernersville. Welcome, Jim. Thank you very much. It's good to be here. And so when I was looking for somebody who was dishonest, I immediately... <laughs> Out of me? Are you coming to me? That's an introduction. Yeah, there you go. No, we got Vincent, the my friend, Vinny, and we also have Jim. And we struggle sometimes, guys, don't we, honestly, oh. with, with, with being honest. And, and let me just... Start off with these. Say, I, I, you're saying no. I, I, I have no trouble telling the truth. Well, I, I'm going to tell a Robbie story right off the bat. <laughs> that last weekend was Easter, as you are well aware, and I was going to help fix this lamb for Easter dinner at my father's house, and we had just unpacked his stuff, and they had a mortar and pestle to grind stuff up with, and I was going to put these spices on the lamb, and I had they had fresh basil and 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 time and all this stuff and I was going to mix up all this stuff for this mortar and stuff pestle and stuff and and of course I've load all the spices in there my wife says did you wash that to which my answer was <laughs> sure <laughs> <laughs> my kids will tell you almost everybody will tell you when Robbie ends a sentence with the with the pitch of the word going up like that that's generally a good <laughs> <laughs> there may have been some dishonesty and there was my pose right there but anyway at what point she says well you know Mima, which was actually my father's mother-in-law they used to mix up her medicine <laughs> with that and with that i i turned over the is the pestle the, the pestles the, the stick. yeah and it was covered in white powder <laughs> <laughs> my wife was looking over my shoulder and oh my i was why did you lie to me What's up with that? 
And so just to show that I'm in good company in the movie here accepted, which is not a movie that I would recommend anybody see, but it's got a great example of lying in it. <laughs> and this poor young man has struggled to get into any college in the world, and every college has turned him down, so he's not accepted. So he creates his own college, Southampton Institute of Technology. And, and he, um, <laughs> he creates a phenomenal website to go with that, to which, you know, he creates this mythical, you know, college to show his parents that he's been accepted. Well, once he gets this going, he doesn't realize he's made the website so good that 300 other people apply to this website. And unbeknownst to him, they're coming to his college, which in order to keep the ruse going, he's rented this, what used to be an assailant asylum. And, and may all, still be. And still <laughs> is. And looks like it was from the, the beginning of this movie. That now the guy, you know, here he is with all these students that are all crazy, and he gets a call from his parents, and, and here's what happens. Ah, there's my college, oh. man. How you doing, kid? Dad, now is not the, the, the best time to talk. Hang on. Let me get your mother. Uh, Diane, on, pick up. Honey, is it you? Oh, it feels like ages since we've spoken to you. How's school so far? Oh, it's going great. It's going hey, really... someone here ordered two dozen kegs? The, the, the old guy with the hat playing craps. What's that? Sounded like he said something about two dozen kegs. Bartleby, are you experimenting with alcohol? Oh, no, 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 no. He said two dozen eggs. Mom, you misunderstood. Two dozen eggs. Hey, listen, I'm not paying for you to be making omelets up there. <laughs> Tell me what classes you're taking. Uh, classes? Uh, right. I'm taking, um, oh! statistics and, uh, business and anatomy. Anatomy? Yeah. Hey. I always wanted to go to college. Couldn't get in anywhere, though, because I was in the military. Uh, Never jobs. I was snooping around, saw something secretive. Next thing I know, CIA swoops in, does this whole brain scramble thing. Now I can't remember anything. So do you have room at the college for me? You know what? We already started the semester. I'm sorry. That's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I got my GI Bill, and I can pay you all four years in advance. OK, you're in. <laughs> yeah! Welcome to South Woohoo! So there's a lot going on in that clip, and <clears throat> you can see that he's in he's in deep weeds there. He has fallen into, I've got to show my parents that I can do something to the point that he, he's gotten himself way in over his head. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah, that's a little over the top, Vinny, but have you ever found yourself there? Who are you talking to, me? Yeah, Vinny. Okay. I don't know how you... That lead-in is going to follow with my story about something that happened to me when I first got married. Oh, we're going to get you with another lead-in, but I, okay. maybe I'll get to Jim over here. Okay. We're, we got another lead-in coming from another get, but get, go ahead, Jim. Have you found yourself there? Uh, that's almost the story of my early life. I was constantly doing things over the top to for excitement, that sort of thing that uh, we're talking about the mortar and pestle. The reason I know that is because at 11 or 12, I was making explosives. No, oh, there you go. <laughs> but there, there was never a time that anything that went wrong was my fault. It was the cat jumped on my pile of potassium chlorate and phosphorus that blew up and filled the house with dense, um, toxic gases. <laughs> and it really is a matter of, you know, we... We do things, and then we don't want to own up to them. And 
he he's going to have his comeuppance, as I did multiple times. But yeah, actually, we have two different sort of case studies. We have that's the beginning clip, and when in the second segment, we'll, what, what what did you say his name was? It sounded like from that story, his name was Al Qaeda. <laughs> Well, actually, my name is Jim, short for James, which is deceiver and supplanter. Oh, so, yes. okay. I, I, I I'm well-named. I guess nobody got the joke. I got it. Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda. I got it. With him making all the <laughs> munitions. <laughs> Al-Qaeda. Got it. Okay, yeah, good. I got it. All right. Good. But there there, there, there's the beginning and after clip to our friend there with, with the Southampton. But there's also another clip, and this is your lead-in coming in, Vinny. But okay. you know, sometimes you have this bully thing going on. Sometimes anger is the way that we tend to not be honest. And we don't even realize, perhaps, what's behind some of that. But this is our other case study, a somewhat famous movie, Star Wars, where you know if you're going to talk about somebody living in a dishonest life, often they wear a mask. And from Star Wars, you might imagine, this guy had a mask on. The Force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. Your destiny lies with me, Skywalker. Obi-Wan needs to be true. No. Obi-Wan has taught you well. You have controlled your fear. Now, release your anger. Only your hatred can destroy me. It is useless to resist. Don't let yourself be destroyed as Obi-Wan did. There is no escape. Don't make me destroy you. strength we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy i'll never join you if you only knew the power of the dark side obi-wan never told you what happened to your father he told me enough he told me you killed him no i am your father So you can see that there, too, is somebody is wearing a mask. And and that mask may surprise you because I don't think in any way, shape, or form that uh, Luke, uh, not Luke, but <laughs> Darth Vader knew that he was, in fact, not being his, his true self. But, Vinny, 
that's your lead-in, but you're not getting a chance to tell us a little bit about it. But that, in a way, your father was kind of Darth Vader. Yeah, he sure was. Uh, it, it's an early story. Uh, when you fear your father from a young age, you know, to the point that, oh, heck, here comes the car. Got to be doing everything right, you know. He wore that mask. Did he wear that? black? <laughs> yeah. Well, not really. Not really. Not all the time. I wore black <laughs> as I grew all up. All right. We're going to hear the Darth M- Menino story <laughs> when we come back from this. How it was that his father found out that he had a mask on, like similar to Darth Vader. We're going to hear how things work out for our young friend in college and also how they work out for Darth Vader. But maybe in doing so, we'll figure out how we can go to Jesus and get help there, too, if we're honest. We got a boot camp coming up. Masculine Journey Radio is listener supported and we are very thankful for every dollar. But I wanted to take a moment to share a really easy way that you can support us. If you use Amazon to purchase things, all you need to do is go to smile.amazon.com, which is their charity contribution site. And from there, select Good Heart Ministries to support. And Amazon will donate 5% of your purchase to us. To donate or watch a video on how to do this, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. That's MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Sam Main here for Masculine Journey Radio Show. Our show often focuses on healing and freedom that's found through walking more intimately with the Father. I know no one wants to see a counselor, but often there are times I find myself stuck and needing a little bit more help. And that's why I turn to my friends at Seasons of the Heart. Kim and Catherine are experienced counselors that help you find healing through the Father. For more information on Seasons of the Heart, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. That's MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Don't pretend to be something that you're not Living life afraid of getting caught There is freedom found when we lay our secrets down at the cross At the cross So bring your brokenness and I'll bring mine Cause love can heal what hurt divides And mercy's If we're honest, that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> Sometimes easier said than done. Am I right? Am I right? You're thinking, yeah, well, yeah, it sounds yeah. simple enough. But when you got to face the music, you know, you got to be like a symphony constructor. You may not like the tune, but you got to face the music. <laughs> you know, it's a little bit scary thing, like Al Qaeda, right, Vinny? That's right. That's exactly <laughs> right. So maybe you struggle here, like like us. And and I love the way that song puts that. So bring your brokenness and I'll bring mine. And that's what's going to happen coming up August 28th through May the 1st. We have a boot camp coming up. This one's at Vineyard Camp. I'm very excited about it because they say the ba- the 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 lake, Jim, mm-hmm. is full of striped bass that have been there for over 10 years. We're talking big striped bass. So we got some bass to catch, but we also got a chance to well, meet. Well, pose with- a little. It'll never match the salmon <laughs> I've captured in Alaska. Nonetheless, we do have that coming up and and the time alone with Jesus there where we can be honest with him and some of the struggles that we have is is really what makes the boot camp worth coming to. You can find out about it at masculinejourney.org 
again, where you can go on and register now. There's still early bird pricing available. It's coming up at the end of the month, April 28th through May the 1st. We would love, I would love to see you there. We're going to have so much fun. Now, Vinny, we had left our hero, young Vinny, with a Darth Vader dad. and and But picking up the story with when he met your future wife. That's right. Before, but maybe before I should set this up a little bit. Vinny comes from a not-so-ordinary family from Sicily, and it was in Manhattan, New York, in the 1930s and 40s. I, should I say anything more than that? Maybe uh, you understand a little bit about Vinny's family, that this father, there was a reason that he might have wore black some, and there was reasons that he rode around in Cadillacs and all that. But getting on to the story. <laughs> he also had a vocabulary of one word. No. <laughs> uh, actually, all my family had that vocabulary. No. Uh, uh, leave me alone. Not now. So there wasn't that closeness. Uh, but anyway, I made it through it, and I grew up to be a, a teenager, which was a miracle. And I met this lady, and I fell head over heels in love with her. But she was a divorcee. She had two kids, and... Uh, she left home when she was 17 years old, got married right right after the war, the Second World War. And uh, she was a fabulous lady, fabulous woman. Now, knowing the Italian families, well, you don't know it, but I'll tell you, they just, uh, you know, I don't know how to say it. They, they wore black, but they were veiled in white. You know, everything was had to be their way. So he wouldn't accept. Me and my wife, uh, my lady, to, to be married because there was two children. That, you know, that wasn't accepted in, a, in them days. In the, well, that was 1950. So in any, in any case, uh, that was it. I told him to go to heck and didn't matter to me. And for six years, we didn't talk because he had the dog Vader mask on all the time. But then after that, he got very sick. And my wife, in spite of being treated, not horribly, but not being spoken to, he fell in love with her. And she took care of my father better than my sisters did. And he actually said at one time when we visited him, in a nursing home, and he told my three sisters that were standing there, uh, he, true story, lady, uh, people, you, you, you people don't love me as much as she does. Uh, that's my real daughter. She takes care of me. She does everything. That's true. It could get more, more uh, teary-eyed than that, but uh, that's a true story. He took off his mask. And I never enjoyed my father as much as from that day until the day he died. The mask was off. The real John and was And so, out. you know, Luke, through his experience with his father in the next two episodes of Star Wars, he sensed and told his father all the way through that, I sense there's good in you. Yeah. Did you sense that in your father? I did. Uh, 
Even uh, you, you knew there was something underneath there that was still good, and so you you kept the relationship. Yes, I kept the relationship because I would bring the children that he wouldn't accept from my wife. You know what I mean? They were mine. They were very, very small, one and two years old, and he loved to play with them. He would play with them. So, but here we have Luke, who finds out we finally get the mask off Darth Vader, and 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 guess what? Luke was right. Luke, help me take this mask off. But you'll die. Nothing can stop that now. Just for once, let me look on you with my own eyes. Here, I've got to save you. You already have. Look, you were right. You were right about me. Tell your sister. You were right. So, Jim. <laughs> You know, one of the things I love about Boot Camp or one of the things I learned is that we all are image bearers and we, we bear the face of God under whatever masks that, that, that we have on. And he's calling us out to be what it is that we were supposed to be. And, and you, like me, have had an experience of, A, number one, having that happen in your own life, but watching men find their way into their glory and begin to take their mask off. They didn't even know, like Darth Vader had no clue. He thought the dark side was where the power was. He thought where it was all getting out. But near the end, he, 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 he saw what the truth was. And, and it's pretty cool when you see a guy in, in the ministry you're currently in. I, I bet you can think of somebody taking that off and watching somebody walk in that. And I can, but it hit me during that clip. God wrote it because he says, help me take my mask off. If you do, you'll die. And that's our goal is to take our mask off and die to self. But, uh, I mean, I we have very different backgrounds, Benny and I, but the ultimate goal is, is to strip off the masks. And I do see a lot of that being in counseling. And some, most, don't realize they're wearing masks and don't even care to hear that concept. But when, like one that became a close friend of mine, who also happens to be a deceiver, name of James, didn't even know that for sure that he had a relationship with God. And he had been posing for years in a big way. He was, and I probably shouldn't share a lot there, but anyway, he did a lot of bad stuff. And he felt like, he was not a child of God. And when he set that down, he became a totally different person. Now, for every one of him, there's probably two or three that, you know, other people have to change. I'm not changing because this is who I am. My mask is attached solidly. Yeah, it's an interesting thing 
the fear that comes with, can I be honest? Can I be honest with God? Can I be honest with my wife? Can I be honest and lay some of these things down? You know, we have this other clip from the movie Accepted. This young man discovers something in the midst of his crime, for lack of a better (laughs) word. It's not a movie I would ever suggest anybody watch. But in the midst of his crime, he becomes... A disciple, a disciple is somebody who loves to learn, but specifically about Christ. Now, he's not learning about Christ, but listen to the enthusiasm that happens about learning with this young man. So, is that it, Mr. Gaines? You have one formal teacher for upwards of 300 students? Mr. Gaines, answer the question. Nah, I'm not going to answer your question because you guys have already made up your minds. I'm an expert in rejection, and I can see it on your faces. And it's too bad that you judge us by the way we look and not by who we are. Just because you want us to be more like them. When the truth is, we're not like them. And I am proud of that fact. <laughs> Harmon College and their, and their 100 years of tradition. But tradition of what? Of hazing kids and humiliating anyone who's a little bit different? Of putting so much pressure on kids, they turn into these these stress freaks and caffeine. Your rates. phony school demeans real colleges everywhere. Why? Why can't we both exist, huh? You can have your grades and your rules and your structure and your ivory towers, and then we'll do things our way. Why do we have to conform to what you want? Your curriculum is a joke, and you, sir, are a criminal. You know what? You're a criminal because you rob these kids of their creativity and their passion. That's the real crime. <laughs> Parents, did the, did the system really work out for you? Did it teach you to follow your heart or to just play it safe, roll over? What about you guys? Did you always want to be school administrators? Dr. Alexander, was that your dream? Or maybe no, maybe you wanted to be a poet. Maybe you want to be a magician or an artist. Maybe you just wanted to travel the world. Look, I, I, I lied to you. I lied to all of you, and I'm sorry, Dad, especially to you. But out of that desperation, something happened that was so amazing. It was full of possibilities. And isn't that what you ultimately want for us as parents? I mean, it's, it's that. It's possibilities. Well, we came here today to ask for your approval. On well, as you can see, if there's hope for that young man, there may be hope for all of us. I don't know. You've had that struggle. We're going to take up this topic more next time. But we want to remind you again, we got this boot camp coming up. April 28th through May the 2nd, go to masculinejourney.org and sign up. We would love to join you there. We're going to get into that very thing of how can we take off the mask, take it to Christ and help him to bring us up in the light that he has for us all. And we're going to enjoy doing that. Thank you, Vinny and Jim, for being on with us again. Please, again, go to masculinejourneyradio.org. We'll see you next week.